the CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off until Eagles or Giants lose their next game. And make sure to enter our World Series Prop Contest. Winner gets $200 cash and a $200 SGPN gift card. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome to a longer, wider field. There's Chad Johnson. He's got it. And Ocho Cinco has touched down in Canada. Welcome to the Waggle. I think Nick Dembski just got tipped. Hey, thank you, man. He just got a tip from a fan. That's his center to go back in the end zone, isn't it? Welcome to the Rouge. Down the sideline goes Ellingson. He's going to score. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Welcome to Three Down Football. Welcome to the CFL Gambling Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and CFL Jim. The playoffs are quickly approaching as we enter the final week of the regular season in the Canadian Football League. This is the CFL Gambling Podcast DFS edition. I am Rod Gomez, Justin Mark bringing it back one more time for us as we close out this final regular season of the week. Justin uh, talked about it in the betting episode. This, of course, is the last game, as I've said this time and time again. That means that DFS is almost as crazy as a preseason game in any league. So we approach this this week with caution, correct? Absolutely. It's okay, though. You're talking to a CFL fantasy football champion. Um, I don't even know if I told you. So I think it was week four or five. I was contacted. Somebody's like, hey, we got a team. They haven't won a game, but they aren't setting their lineups. They've dropped. Do you want to take over? Yeah, sure. For fun. Get me used to it. My first year in CFL um, ended up starting 0-6, ended up sneaking into the playoffs as the sixth seed and went all the way to the championship and won. So everybody was pretty surprised in the league that the comeback was made. (laughs) Tell you what, man, this is why you listen to the SGPN because we crown champions every single time. I love it, man. That's that's fantastic. Like who what was your core roster? Oh gosh, I don't even remember because I had to change it so many different times <laughs> because it, it was a terrible drafted roster. Um, I was going to see if it would pull up real quick. I don't know if they've cleared that out or not, but um, they burnt all I, the records, <laughs> right? Well, and you know, only eight teams. So much like the CFL, only eight teams, um, and then six of them can sneak into the playoffs. So really it's anybody's game until the end. Um, my final championship roster was McLeod Bethel Thompson, Walter Fletcher, Keon Hatcher, Dalton Schoon, Rashid Bailey, Wes Hills, and Sean White. And then there's a bunch of defensive players in there too. They had two linebackers, two defensive linemen, two defensive backs, and two defensive players. So uh, two additional defensive players. So kind of a crazy um, setup as well. Ah, beautiful was nobody else paying attention all those names are names that should not have been on one roster i'll tell you that much right now (laughs) right (laughs) uh i love it all right well 
from one fantasy champion to hopefully somebody that else is going to take down a fantasy championship. Well, okay, maybe not a championship, but at least some money in your pocket uh, playing DFS. We're going to do it like we always do. We'll give you a quarterback, a running back, a receiver, a flex, and a DST pick for the week of the CFL. Games start on Friday night with BC and Winnipeg and move on to Saturday with a triple header featuring the Montreal Alouettes and the Toronto Argonauts. Hamilton Tiger Cats taking on the Ottawa Red Blacks and then, of course, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders taking on the Calgary Stampeders to end the regular season and week 21. So, Justin, we just said it. It's going to be a. It's going to be crazy because not everybody puts out their lineups right away. So as we put this out, please make sure to follow all the CFL accounts because when they put the lineups out, then you can say, "Oh, well, that guy's not in. We got to switch him out." Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of guesswork right now, but um, I, we're going to do our best. I feel good about it. I do too. I do. Too. You're a champ, so I, I feel good about it for <laughs> sure. All right. Well, uh, Justin, let's hit him up with your quarterback choice for the week. Yeah, so I talked about this guy a little bit on the the uh, betting pod. Um, I'm excited to see what he can play. He's gonna or how he can play. He's gonna be playing against reserves, and I think he's a pretty good quarterback. And that's Chad Kelly. Um, he's got a lot to prove because I think he wants to show them he could be the starting quarterback of this team or a different team if he ends up getting moved on. And he's only 6,500, so it's a good bargain play for quarterback. And I, I think he's going to play the full game. So it's one of the the few that seemed guaranteed to almost play a full game. So I'm going to go with Chad Kelly. I mean, it is like a, a preseason game in that we're trying to gauge playing time as well. But I think you're right. I think that's this is one guy that is going to play from start to finish to try to see what they've got in him. So I like that play as good as anything. I will go on record, though, as saying, and this isn't the guy I'm going to pick, but I'd be remiss if I didn't say Nathan Rourke is going to be back on the field for the uh, BC Lions. He is at $13,700, by far the most player, most expensive player, most expensive quarterback on the board, and for obvious reasons. But this is his first week back. Obviously, he's going to want to air it out and chuck it all over the place, but you, you kind of have to temper expectations with him coming back for his first week. Um, they want him back, obviously, in the tune-up game before their playoff game. So, But $13,700, if there was a week where you could feel fully comfortable playing him, it's this week <laughs> because there's also value all the way down the road, too. So if you feel like rolling out an Ethan Rourke uh, lineup or two, by all means, go ahead and give it a shot. Uh, but also know that a lot of people are going to be on him as well. Yeah, the only thing that made me nervous there was he looks great after three, four series and they pull him, then you're out of that. Or if that foot has a little bit of soreness and they pull him, um, that was the only thing that made me nervous about him, but it was very hard not to just slot him in there just because I'm personally excited to see him come back and, um, get back in there and play. Well, I think everybody is up to and including, uh, the BC lions fans who've been waiting, (laughs) waiting, waiting, waiting for this to happen. So, um, all right, I'm going to go with a, a veteran, uh, that's actually going to be making the start this week in his team where he was usurped, and that is Bo Levi Mitchell. Uh, he'll be making the start for the Calgary Stampeders. We talked about it in the betting show as far as uh, the situation with him. Obviously, he's been one of the better quarterbacks in the league over the last few seasons, and for him to be benched this year was a gigantic wake-up call, I think. And uh, I know that there'll be quarter or there'll be teams that are hot on his trail for next season knowing exactly what he brings to the table now. Has he brought it all this season? No, that's why he got benched. 
But uh, again, a guy like Bo Levi Mitchell is an upgrade over a couple of different quarterbacks in the league. Um, so anyways, he gets to start this week uh, against the Riders who are just terrible. They've lost six games in a row. Um, again, like we said, the Calgary Stampeders are locked into the playoffs. They can't go anywhere. They're, they're going to be where they're at. So obviously bringing Bo Levi Mitchell in in this situation is like bringing another starter back in. So a starting quarterback versus Saskatchewan. Eh. Like I, I, he's not the world's greatest fantasy uh, quarterback anyways. He never puts up gigantic numbers. But in a week where you're going to see a lot of backup quarterbacks anyways, why not start the starter who at least has the same sort of mentality? He's only $7,300 in this, in this, so you got plenty of room to play with as well. Yeah, I like it. So, uh, again, I, like I said, Bolivia Mitchell. It's a tough. It's a tough guy to suggest because he's not. His upside is never always as much as you want it to be. But like I said, in this week, we'll take it. All right. Um, running back situations there, Justin. Use your championship knowledge to impart on us who to play this week. Well, this is normally where I would pick Kadeem Carey, <laughs> but I don't think he's going to play much, if any. So I'm going to go with the guy that's playing behind him, Dedrick Mills out of Calgary. Um, he's only played in five games this season, but in four of those, he scored double digits, um, including last week. He had 24 and a half points against the Rough Riders, and he's only 6,300. I think he's a guy that's going to um, be able to carry the ball, kind of alleviate some pressure. And uh, yeah, I think he's just a really good choice at a really good price point there. I agree. In fact, that's the guy that I had penciled in as well. So you're uh, you're making me pivot. But yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> Mills has been one of those guys. Like I said in the betting show, it doesn't matter who you put in that backfield. Calgary just continues. Jerome Messam going back a couple of seasons ago. Like they just breed fantastic running backs in Calgary. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the horsepower. Maybe it's just, you know, <laughs> all that stuff going on. But they've had just fantastic running backs year in and year out. So uh, he's just another one of those long line of, of great running backs. And then, of course, great receivers, too, um, in Cal in uh, Calgary. It's just crazy. They, they shouldn't be so good. Uh, but this year, they're coming back down to earth, realizing that, you know, granted, they're still 11-6, and six, which isn't bad, but uh, they're not sitting there dominating the, the league like they were before. But, yeah, I definitely like Mills because... Again, he's a Calgary running back. You can't go wrong with that, especially if he's going to get most of the playing time given that they're going to want to rest carry. So take it. Um, all right, I'll move my attention out east to where another guy that's getting a lot of traction despite the big name in the room, and that's Walter Fletcher for the Montreal Alouettes. We know William Stanback is the guy, right? He is the guy. But unfortunately, William Stanback, ever since he got back from injury, has not necessarily been that same dominant William Stanback that we've seen for for most of his career already. So, But Walter Fletcher, in relief, has done very well for himself. In fact, he's coming off of a stretch now where he's got four weeks in a row of double-digit fantasy points, and each week he's improved. Week 17 against Edmonton, 11.6. Week 18 against Ottawa, 11.8. And then again in Ottawa, 19. Uh, and then, well, last week he didn't improve. He had 16.3, but still, 16, 16 fantasy points is not a bad outing for Walter Fletcher, given that, again, William Stanback is in the room and not necessarily... And William Stanback had 10 carries in that game, and Fletcher still gained 16 points off of it, uh, thanks in large part to his four receptions uh, for 99 yards. So definitely think Walter Fletcher is a good play here, especially at $6,600 for sure. 
Yeah, I agree. I like his receiving abilities out of the backfield too. I think, you know, as a fantasy football player, that just makes you more valuable. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that's and that's the thing too, because uh, we know that Stanback is one guy that will plow the the line of scrimmage forward, whereas Fletcher can bounce it out and, and break away. So yep, uh I like that. It, like I said, especially at the price, sixty six hundred dollars, where William Stanback is still eighty four hundred dollars. Um, so you're getting a very good uh, discount on that as well. Uh, all right, we're going to come back with some wide receivers and some flex plays for you when we come back from the break. But let's ask you, are you thinking of joining WinBet? Well, if you bet $100 now, you get a $100 free bet. Looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. WinBet is truly hashtag DGENs only. Plus, use the WinBet's Build Your Own Bet to build some amazing same-game parlays. So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-547-00. Sports Gambling Podcast is giving you a chance to win either an autographed Lawrence Taylor or an autographed Brian Dawkins jersey. Contest is completely free to enter. Here's what you got to do. Subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Comment on a video. Remember, each video is a new chance to win. Go turn on those notifications so you don't miss SGP contacting you when they pull the winner. Make sure to enter our World Series prop contest. The winner gets $200 cash and $200 SGP and gift card. Enter data exclusively on the SGP and app. Sure, they may not be the same names as we've seen every week, but somebody's got to catch a pass here and there, and hopefully we will give you some that will cash and, and, and catch a lot of them so that you will cash. But uh, yeah, Justin, what do we got looking at for wide receiver here this week? So I wanted to stack somebody with my quarterback, which sometimes can get you in trouble and get you reaching on players, but I kind of feel good about this one. I'm going to take Cam Phillips. Um 6,300, he's averaging 10 fantasy points a game. He had five catches for 61 yards last week to get 11.1. His best game was in week six. He had six catches, 94 yards, and a touchdown. Um, and, and you know, they're going to be resting some of the the guys that are usually catching more passes than, than him. So I think this opens up some opportunities for him. And I think he's a good player. He's a good receiver. And so I think you're going to see him get a little more opportunity and kind of exceed some of those um, – that average of 10 that he's normally having and probably get closer to 15. Um, and again, he's only 6,300. So it's, it's another value play. Really? The XFL fans in us are just cheering loudly for him to, uh, to do well. Cause I mean, look, we know we, we watched Cam Phillips play in, in the spring in the XFL and just light it up. And we, I know both of us really want to see that happen in the Canadian football league as well, because we, we watched it. We watched it firsthand, how, how explosive Cam Phillips can be. So it's just a matter of time, right? Maybe this time with him getting a few more snaps, maybe a few more targets, uh, that that can open up. For sure. But uh, All right, I'm going to go to my beloved Ottawa Red Blacks for my wide receiver choice. And I'm going with a guy that is $3,200 because I love chaos. Um, but I also love the fact that C.O.C. Mariner is somebody that has come on for Ottawa in the last couple of weeks. He did not have a fantastic fantasy football day uh, last week when he played the uh, um, Ticats, 
But he did have three catches just like he did the week before in, in, in Montreal. He had three catches for 37 yards against Hamilton at the hammer. Uh, but he had three catches for 53 yards and a touchdown in his first ever game against the Montreal Alouettes. He's still getting cooked into the system. He's still getting fig- or he's still figuring things out. They're still trying to figure out what he can do. But he's an explosive enough catcher that he can do great things. I mean, that 27-yard catch that he had when he first came onto the scene was beautiful. And, and I think he's a, a, a great receiver to start making just more plays and, and giving him more opportunities in that wide receiving core. Now, third week into the system, it, it sometimes it takes receivers a while to get the waggle down, to get the timing of the waggle down. But, you know, you're three weeks into the season. You know this is your last game for a while. You're going to want to go out with a bang. And I think uh, this is a chance for, for Mariner to show that he belongs on the 2023 squad of the Ottawa Red Blacks as well and, and somebody to build off of for next season. Yeah, and I don't think that's just a homer pick. I think it's a good one. I like it. <laughs> I, and, you know, I, I wrestled with it a little bit too because I thought to myself, yeah, but, you know, is that just you being overly Ottawa Red Blacky? But, um, <laughs> no, I think there's great there's great uh, upside to be had for COC Mariner. So I, I'm going to take him in my receiver slot. I like it. Uh, all right. So where are we on? Flex now, correct? Mm-hmm. What do you got? All right. So... Um, I'm trying to decide which flex to give out now. I'll give out this one. I was sitting when I built my lineup, my last pick that I was making was flex and I had $14,800 because you are, you're getting backups and the prices aren't really adjusted for backups. So I decided I was going to pick Jamal Morrow. Um, you know, he, we talked about it on the betting show, broke his hand earlier in the year, got back into the lineup last week. No, they don't have anything to play for, but I think it's important for him just as an individual to come out, um, come or go out strong just as he started the season. And this is a guy who, I mean, early in the year, he had 32 points, 23.8 points, 23.6. He was putting up big numbers, and I think he's going to want to go out on a high note. I think they're going to get him involved. Um, and yeah, I'm, he's uh, my most expensive pick here, but I had the, the cash to do it. So I'm going to go with Jamal Morrow. You know, and it's funny because a lot like we talked about with Nathan Rourke, this guy was killing it, just killing it before his injury. And just everybody knew who Morrow was. Came out of the blue, to be honest with you, but everybody knew who he was. And then, of course, fell away. Now he's back. And you're absolutely correct. There's no... No players out there that want it more than the ones that are coming back off of injury because they want to prove that they are not done and that they they need to continue to play and that if they don't... And, and Morrow, this is his last shot. Like you said, this is his last shot to play this season. So he's going to want to go out yep. with, a, with another big game. And, and listen, honestly, the Riders need that. They need for somebody to show that there's something to build off of next year because, you know, this this may be a blow-the-whole-tam-team-up type of a thing in the offseason and... We may see a lot of free agent moves from them, and Morrow's trying to solidify a place there. So um, I definitely like it because, again, he's he's there. And if you've got the $14,000 to spare, why not throw him in there, right? right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Well, my flex play is not quite as uh, as expensive. It's uh, Jalen Philpot of the Calgary Stampeders, kind of a, a stack to go along with Bo Levi Mitchell. Philpot's $6,100. Obviously, we hear announcers week after week talk about the Phil Pot brothers and how much they're trying to compete against each other and blah 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 
What? Oh, there's there's brothers, really? <laughs> Never. <laughs> no, it's the same guy. He just suits up for two different teams. That's all there is to it. Uh, they they say they're brothers, but have you ever seen in the same room? No. Right? <laughs> like, why does one have a mustache and one doesn't? I, I'm, I don't understand that. It's like a Superman thing where he takes off his glasses. Oh, Jalen. Hey, how's it going? Uh, or Tyson. Yeah, buddy. How? Uh, no, but Jalen for the Stampeders, he's actually been utilized a little bit more than his brother has. In fact, and Jalen's gotten a good run here and there from the Stampeders. Several good games out there. Yeah, he's only averaging 8.61 fantasy points per game on the course of the season, but... Over the last two weeks, 18 points against Hamilton, 12 points against Saskatchewan. So now they're going up against the Riders again. He only did that on two catches. Two catches, 64 yards. Uh, He did have two two rushes for 12 yards. But again, the bulk of what he did last week was two catches, 64 yards, with that long of 47. The week before in Hamilton, five catches, 56 yards. uh, Two two rushing attempts for 35 yards. He's versatile. He's going to get a lot of run in this, especially with everybody else sitting out. Right, all the starters for the most part. You, it's hard to start out. It's hard to sit all your starting wide receivers if you're a Canadian football team. Um, but at the very least, he's he's going to move up the depth chart at least one or two. And and look, Jake Mayer is throwing the ball lately. Right, mm-hmm. more and more. It was Jake Mayer. Now he's got Bo Levi Mitchell throwing him the ball. Imagine how amazing he's going to be at sixty one hundred dollars uh, getting catches from Bo Levi Mitchell. It's going to be crazy. He's one of those guys that um, just kind of relating it to NFL. It's like a Devin Hester type where every time he touches the ball, it could go, go for a huge play, go for a touchdown. He's just, he's uh, an electric and like you said, versatile player. So yeah, I really like that one because you don't need a lot of catches necessarily to have a lot of yards and and a lot of fantasy points out of him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One touch could get you all you need out of a a flex position for $6,100 as well. So, okay, um, and then last but not least, a DST there, if you will, sir. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Stampeders. Um, this is just in case Mason Fine does not play fine. <laughs> and since you worked one in last last show, <laughs> I'll work one in this show. Um, no, I mean, in case they can uh, kind of pressure him, force him into, I think he's going to be forcing himself a little bit to try to prove himself. And that could lead to some mistakes. And the Stampeders defense does play tough anyways, um, whether it's backups or not. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Stampeders for 4,800. I love it. Uh, again, it's just a matter of of those guys caring after the riders like everybody's done all season long. It's going to be crazy. I love it, though. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. But I will take uh, the Hamilton, or the Hamilton, I will take the Ottawa Red Blacks against the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, Matthew Schiltz. Starting a quarterback probably for the Thai Cats as as Dane Evans sits out. I know Matthew can play well. I know he's played well in the past. I know he's done fantastic things in this in his time with uh, the Owls and and a couple of other teams. But look, man, this is Ottawa. This is defense at home. Those guys are going to be playing. They got to pick six last week against Dane Evans. What do you think they're going to do against Matthew Schiltz? Like I I have. A good feeling about Ottawa's defense at home. They're only $3,600 in this instance, too. So um, definitely a big fan of Ottawa. Because, again, I I know that all their starters are going to play. I know that this is the final home game. I know they're going to go out, feed off of that TD Place crowd, and and just absolutely uh, do fantastic things against the Ticats. So give me Ottawa's defense, please, especially at $3,600. Not that it frees my, my, um, my lineup for more, but, you know, 
kind of frees my lineup for more. <laughs> well, and like we said, they seem to really like playing for Coach Dice, so I think they're going to want to go out on a high note. So I really like that one. Indeed. Um, all right. Well, we're going to give our favorite lineups of the week when we come back from the break. But let me tell you about No House Advantage before we do. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy splat- sports platform today. It's not a platform. It's a platform. Play and pick em contest versus other people for the shot at winning $250,000 or more in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player prop, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot at winning big money every single day. Also, test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all of your picks. Go bet up to five player prop over-unders, individual player matchups across every major sport, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now, promote with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app on the App Store and get a first deposit bonus match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. And you won't want to miss out on this. All right, Justin, let's hit him up with our favorite lineups of the weekend. All right, so we have Chad Kelly at quarterback, Diedrich Mills at running back, Cam Phillips at wide receiver, my other wide receiver, Keon Schaefer-Baker. For the Rough Riders, um, I know their season's over, but he's 65 yards from 1,000 yards, and I think they're going to work to get him involved so that he gets that. He's he's done very well this season, kind of been a, a bright spot for them. So I think they're going to do the right thing and get him at 65 yards. Flex, uh, position one, I got Jamal Morrow. Flex two, I got Johnny Augustine for the Bombers. I don't think the Bombers are going to risk Brady Oliveira. So um, even though he's only 71 yards away from a thousand, I just don't see them risking him getting hurt, which is going to let Augustine get some more carries. Last time he had double digit carries in week five, he had 12 carries for 57 yards. I think he can repeat that and get an end zone. And then of course my defense, the Stampeders. I love it. Uh, All right. I will follow mine up with Bo Levi Mitchell. I'll follow that with William Fletcher uh, of the Montreal Alouettes. Then, uh, oh, Walter Fletcher, William Fletcher. Maybe that's his brother, Jalen. <laughs> there and, you go. And Tyson. Uh, Walter Fletcher. I don't know what it's thinking about. And then COC Mariner of the Red Blacks. Uh, Greg Ellingson, by the way, is making his start uh, for Winnipeg. He was on injury for a very, very long time, but he will be taking the field for the first time against the Lions. Greg Ellingson's another guy that needs to get some game time before uh, before the playoffs, so they're going to definitely want to get the ball to him early and often. I know he's $8,900, but I've got room, so I'm going to put uh, Greg Ellingson back in the lineup for the first time in a long time. Flex players, Jalen Philpot, and then, of course, uh, I'm following you and tailing you on the Morrow uh, play because, I, like you said, I fully believe that he's just like every other veteran in this is, is trying to prove that he's got a spot for next season. And then of course the red blacks defense. I actually surprisingly enough like this, it leaves me with $3,900, but I'm not scared. Yeah. I had a lot left over too, but I was feeling pretty good about it. Um, maybe, maybe the weeks that don't have starters playing or, or what we need to give a killer lineup. I don't know. <laughs> I, hey, I'll take it every single week if that's the case, but yeah, well, for I definitely sure. can't wait to see how this one plays out. Uh, this weekend because like I said this could win some folks some money especially if you're out there trying to figure out who's going to play but of course like we said keep an eye on on Twitter especially because that's where they release their lineup cards is on Twitter Um, you could either do follow the CFL account or just go follow each individual there's only nine 
If you can't follow nine right. more accounts, then what the hell are you doing? <laughs> exactly. And they do a very good job at um, getting that information out there. Um, some organizations, uh, USFL for one, <laughs> not good at that. CFO is very good at that. <laughs> they are indeed. Um, all right, Justin. Well, I think that'll just about do it for this week and this episode. Uh, so why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Yeah, follow me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. Check out my NFL fantasy football podcast, Old Fashioned Football. If you don't like NFL fantasy football, you can come listen to uh, my wife and I bicker about stuff or listen to us drink whiskey. Well, not listen to us drink whiskey. Listen to us talk, talk about the whiskey we're drinking. Um, but yeah, check that out. No, I mean, you can listen to them drink whiskey too. There's such a thing as ASMR, <laughs> right? I don't, I don't know. That's, that's, what the, that's what the kids say nowadays, but whatever. It's uh, neither here nor there, I guess. <laughs> uh, before this goes way too far out of line... Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. There's a link in my bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it's the million other Easter eggs that are littered in that link. Uh, just go follow it and see what I'm up to. Again, we're having playoff football next week for this show. Make sure to join us then. But until then, enjoy the final week of the regular season. Enjoy your three downs and let it ride. <laughs>